now a proud partner of the Clydesdale Media. This is the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. Hey guys, before we start this episode, I wanted to talk to you about Type 1 Lifting. So Type 1 Lifting is a clothing line that proceeds of the shirts and tanks and everything else goes to the Children's Diabetes Foundation. So um, this all came about with me and seeing a five-year-old girl in the emergency department uh, that had new onset of diabetes. So uh, just take a look at the website. It's www.type1lifting.com. So just check it out. If you don't buy anything, that's perfectly fine. Uh, I would just like for you just to take a look and just see what we have. So like I said before, www.type1lifting.com. And guys, I hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, we have a new sponsor for the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. The company's called Liberté Lifestyle. So Liberté is a French word meaning freedom, and the company was founded on the desire to have freedom to choose what we want to do with our lives. I actually had the owner, um, Nicole, on my podcast on episode 28, so if you want to go back and listen to her, um, she talks about how she started the company and what she wants to do in the future with the company, which is pretty cool. So uh, they actually have knee sleeves, wrist wraps, shirts, shorts. Uh, love the knee sleeves. I have the ice cream knee sleeves, and I love them so much. They haven't the neoprene's still good. Uh, the seams haven't split compared to other uh, knee sleeves that I have had in the past, uh, and I'm planning to keep these for a very, very long time. So uh, Nicole actually gave me a promo code for you guys too. So it's all capital letters, T-Y-P-E, and the number one. So it's type one. So go to LibertéLifestyle.com, uh, check out what they have in the store, use the promo code type one, and save some coin. Now let's go to the episode. So I do want to talk about quarterfinals with you because I know you signed up for it. I believe you were 82nd in the semifinals. Um, so the, the I was, open, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was 82nd there and uh, floored about that. Yeah, I, I was impressed. And then you actually weren't planning to do the quarterfinals because you were going team. And so what made you decide to do quarterfinals? Um, so I woke up Thursday morning and I received like a bunch of just messages on all of like the YouTube workout link, uh, leaks. So, um, I was like, this is bogus. Like, I don't know where people are getting these. And I just had to see it for myself. Once I saw that it was true, I was like, Hmm, these workouts are actually kind of fun and kind of good for me other than the strength, which with that, I thought at least the clean could be buffered by my bench and my overhead squat. So mm. um, I gave CrossFit $50 right then and there, Thursday okay. morning. And I know your coach was just like not a big fan of you doing it. So obviously <laughs> he let you do it anyway. So did it actually tax you a little bit more than usual for these workouts? Um, Not really. Uh, when, I mean, this was kind of in my programming, I like in my block, I had individual quarterfinals. So he had to make workouts for me anyway. So once I said, Hey, can I just give the workouts a shot? I thought, I think he just thought that I would just do them for fun on my own without like any stress whatsoever. And then I would just like started texting people doing individual quarterfinals at my gym. being like, <laughs> when are you going to the gym? Can I work out with you? And just like got everything together. So, you know, 
by the time like three o'clock, three o'clock Eastern Standard Time happened, pretty much we started with workout four. So we had everything set up, ready to go. Okay, cool. So workout four. I, I've seen, so how did you how did you strategize through, through the, the whole process? So I knew that I wanted to do the strength first. And just to get out of the way, I knew that was going to be my worst workout. And I just want to put my best foot forward. So, and kind of just like get the like, mo most stressful event out of the way, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I could just go and work out and have fun with the rest of them. So I just had a game plan. My cleans weren't feeling that good warming up. I ended up just like warming up to like 187 and just mm -hmm. starting right there. Um, and just seeing how it went. And I was just going to go like 10 minutes, 10 minutes per lift. And, um, I hit 217 on the clean, pretty stoked about that. I Heck tried. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's only like eight pounds off my PR, so I can't complain about that. Um, the bench I'm, I, uh, at least like I got like a two pound PR at 187. I like, I went for 192. I feel like 200 is in the tank, but just my left arm did not want to cooperate whatsoever. <laughs> I was my right arm would go up and then my left arm would just like just struggle. And then I would just be looking at my spotter, like, why can't I do this? <laughs> um, and then that just left me for the overhead squat. I had another two pound PR at 227 and stoked about that. I mean, I like tried 232 with like 45 seconds left. I actually didn't have like anybody to help me um, with like cleaning up my bar, putting it back in. So I also had to like drop 227 quickly, get rid of all my, like all the weight, clean it back up. Um, but it was fun. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I, that, if, if I had to do the quarterfinals, that, that work, that workout would probably be my bread and butter. So I, I love yeah. overhead squatting bench. I haven't done it that much, but you know, even clean, I, I love doing cleans, but I know, um, CrossFit's actually had some issues with posting people's workouts and their hips are coming off the ground. So off the bench. So what are you, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, rules, the rules and people know that CrossFit, they want your butt on the bench. And if you obviously see it rise up, you, you can't count it. Um, like I don't, it's like, I, and I get why people like CrossFit doesn't want like the, the arch powerlifting position. They just, they want to like show strength. So I think having like that position is like, it's not from that point. It's like, you're, sh you're showing someone strength, not just that, that little like technique thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's been, it's been weird. Like seeing like who's getting dinged, who's not. Um, and I don't know if it's like, it's more like the CrossFit media side of things since they are kind of like outsourcing. Maybe that they just don't know that those reps or what's being posted, like aren't good reps. And mm -hmm. that's what's been going on. Um, but there's this, there's that question be like, why, why are some people skirting by? And then then you have this, these other athletes that are like losing out on semifinals or just going down the leaderboard when like, I didn't think their reps were that bad compared to some that are going by. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. They should have, I, I believe they should have like some standard of judges that actually get paid for it. So I know there's one YouTube channel. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but like a Andrew Hiller, he actually had this like numbers of to pay people to judge all these workouts. And it was for like, 
if you like 36 hours or something like that. And then, you know, of, of watching videos for, you know, 20 people, they get paid this amount and they should know the guidelines like verbatim pretty much. And I, and I agree. I think, I think some of these judges should get paid. And I don't know if the CrossFit team, the, the judges team and for CrossFit actually do get paid to watch these videos. But if they don't, they it's, I really do think they should. Cause you know, watching videos and like the same movement every single time can be very, very boring. Right. And, and so, no, like I really do agree that the people like people that are dedicating their time to like actually watch these videos, like A, they should I mean, I believe they like should be at least like an L2 or L3 coach uh and paid for their time to watch these videos. Mm-hmm. And you know, like to be honest, like I even heard like from like some athletes that like CrossFit, if you don't like submit your videos, they don't even ask for all of them too. So like <laughs> even like that part of things where like okay like crossfit like like i don't know like you need to you need to pay but at the same time like you need like i think judges should be rewarded for what they do and then at the same time i'm like okay well you can't like i don't know there's just like a lot of things going on that i think will be worked out over time yeah it's just kind of frustrating right now yep no i i i I can imagine. I could definitely imagine. So um, after you did workout four, what was the next workout that you did? So the next workout I did was workout two. So that okay. was the uh, pistol GHD ring muscle up one. Okay. And what, what was the reason why you did that one? Um, I knew that if I like, waited for the, particularly the ring muscle ups over the weekend, I just knew that fatigue would set in. So I just wanted to attack that next. I knew like the pistol and the GHD volume wasn't that much mm-hmm. in comparison to at least last year. Uh, so I was, I said, why not give it a go? Um, so that was the reason why I did it second. And my plan was just cruise through the pistols and the GHDs. So that way I would just jump straight up to the rings and hit the 10 unbroken. And I pretty much went to plan until like the last set, I went seven, three, but like, other than that, like that was my only you know, execution error. So I'll take it. Okay. Hey, I mean, uh, going unbroken for two rounds for 10 ring muscle ups after you're doing all that, all, all that volume, it's definitely, I don't know, that's definitely taxing. Cause I know I, I can't do 10 ring muscle ups in a row. So that's impossible. <laughs> no, I was like pretty floored after my second set. Um, I mean, it was hard. Like my last one, I was like, oh man, like I barely locked that out. So, um, going into the last round, I was like, I probably will have to break it up. So I'm glad I hit the seven, three or I didn't like implode because I I think like a lot of athletes probably like maybe went out too hot and then just ended up like dying on that last set. Yeah. Do you think they would pe- do you think people would go too hot on the pistols or the GHDs? Um uh in my opinion, I mean I think a lot of people saw those two movements as like, oh, that's where I need to catch up or just like, you know, put the like pedal to the metal kind of thing. And then manage the ring muscle ups if that was their weakness. And, you know, like in that workout, ring muscle ups were my weakness, but I knew if I just took off the throttle on the other two movements and just allowed myself to breathe. And like, I held a piece of chalk the entire time. That way I didn't have to like go reach down, go get chalk, anything like that. I could just like easily walk from my GHD to the rings and jump up. Whereas I think the people who thought they needed to bank time ended up just crashing and burning because like their heart rate was through the roof and they just overtaxed muscles that you need it for the muscle ups. Mm-hmm. So did you wear lifters throughout the whole time of that workout? No, uh, I live in my Versa lifts. So they're tucked in my shoes. And <laughs> <went to> town. 
<laughs> nice, nice. And then, um, so what was your time on that workout? Uh, it was 8.59. Dang, that's quick. That was a 15-minute time cap, too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I was floored. I mean, that was technically, like, imami and everything. So, I don't, like, I'm floored with people who went, you know, like, the low sevens. I can't even imagine doing that. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's insane. So what what was the next workout after that? So my last workout I did that day was workout one. So the handstand push-up lunge one. Okay. And man, I was so pumped for that. I thought that was going to be my favorite workout of the weekend. And I just imploded. Like I think a lot of people did as well on literally the last two movements, the overhead walking lunge and the strict handstand push-up. Um, (laughs) I love handstand push-ups and I love lunges and particularly overhead walking lunges with the dumbbells. So I like went full force through like, like the first two sections of it. And then when I picked up the dumbbells overhead, first of all, I didn't read the standards and didn't realize like you couldn't put like the dumbbells together over your head, like touching them. Yeah. I mean, but good thing I was already smoked at that point because I couldn't do that whatsoever because my shoulders were gone. Yeah. Like I was saved, but I went, I had to drop the dumbbells twice. And then I failed my eighth strict handstand pushup. And I was, that was not fun. And I immediately texted my coach, Austin, and was so mad. And he was wondering like why I was mad because he didn't think I signed up. (laughs) He's like, why are you so mad? Uh, You beat me in it. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I don't want this to define me because these are good movements for me, but, uh, it was a really fun one. And now I know that like, maybe my shoulder endurance does need some work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, what do you, what do you think more, more like handstand push up volume or overhead stuff? Um, I definitely think I need to work on a little bit of, uh, mobility. Like I think my shoulders are good, but, um, there's like some like little, like, I think little things I can work on. And mm-hmm. then, Definitely strict handstand push-up volume in the sense of going for fast reps. I love resting at the top of a handstand push-up. Um, so and rather than kick down and kick back up, it's kind of like a wall ball. Like when you drop the wall ball, like I just don't want to do another wall ball. So yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I feel the same way with handstand push-ups. Uh, but I just need to get in the habit of maybe just doing like a quick set of five, coming back down, going right back up. Uh so those two things, mobility and then some just a different technique things on the mm. handstand pushups. Yeah. And I, and I know in the misfit program, they were doing, um, a lot of like overhead lunging it's, it, for, except for like, it's like single, single armed over like walking lunges. So, I mean, yeah. maybe they can, we could implement it more in the misfit program or not. I don't know. You know, Drew, are you hearing me? So <laughs> no, I remember like we did some like double, like overhead walking lunges, but mm-hmm. I think like a, like with CrossFit's new standard for them, I think that needs to be worked because if you can get them super stacked and kind of like resting on top of each other over you, it, it, like the, your, the shoulder burn isn't as much. So, um, but with the dumbbells now being apart and you, I mean, it's all shoulder stability at that point, mm-hmm. maybe like training that standard more. Okay. Okay. All right. So that was the end of day one. So day two. So what what was the workout for that you did started on day two? Day two, I actually only, I did team training only. So my Friday, since I had workouts one and two in, 
uh, I mean, I was fine with submission deadlines. And yeah, so I ended up doing a couple worm workouts and just like some, just, just, I don't know. I think it was the class strength we did. So that's actually how my Friday went. <laughs> so and, were you, were you pretty fatigued after day one? Like what, what was um, like, what was burning you the most? And my quads were, my quads were pretty sore. Oh, and my, and my, my butt. Oh my gosh. Those lunges did get me a ton. Yeah. Um, yeah, quads like throughout the weekend got worse, but yeah, no, my, my glutes were on fire and I, I was, I was kind of concerned. I knew that I was going to be okay, but yeah, no, I was, I was wrecked more than I thought I would, but that's what intensity brings. Like, you know, like, I mean, granted it was 120 lunges, but I don't know. Like, I, I think just like that next level intensity just brings on a level of soreness you're not prepared for. Yes. No, I, I agree. That was, that was like me on night. Was it 19 two? the rowing and wall ball workout? Oh yeah. I went absolute ham on that. Cause I did two wheelhouse workouts as being six, six. So I was like, okay, let's go. And so I, I went pretty far. And then like the next morning I was like, so my quads were so sore that like I was holding my, my, my son and looking down the stairs and I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to make it down the stairs. Like I, so like my son and I were just like sitting on our, uh, sitting on our butts, just scooching down the stairs. Cause like, I couldn't walk. No, you gotta do what you gotta do. I think sometimes <laughs> like the people in my apartment complex, they, um, they probably just like see me like st either staring like down the stairs or like staring up and being like, why is this like fit girl, like concerned about, uh, <laughs> like going up the stairs. And sometimes I just need to like pray to God real quick. Yep. Yep. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I've been the same way multiple times, multiple times. So, um, so day, day three for you, what was yes. the workout? What was the workout that you did? So day three, I, um, I actually had to do this before team training again, but, um, we, I did the rope climb one. So the wall ball shuttle run rope climb okay. workout. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously there's been a lot of talk about the shuttle runs and how the times coming in and people not doing the shuttle runs, like on, on in your point of view, what, what was the reason why these guys were not getting the amount of shuttle runs they were supposed to? Um, I, I think, I mean, it's just not looking at the standards again, kind of like bringing up, like bringing your butt off the bench kind of thing. So um, if you didn't read that one rep was like two times 25 feet, I, mm -hmm. I get how people can miss that. Um, I mean, when I first read it and saw that a rep was 50 feet, I'm like, oh, it's just like 50 feet, like 50 foot shuttles. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that made no, no sense because that wasn't even like on, like the equipment list said, like you need 30 feet. Yeah. So I don't even know where I, why I'm like, oh, it's a 50 foot shuttle. But, um, I mean, it wasn't until like someone pointed it out that I was like, oh, that also that makes more sense. Cause a shuttle run, like the word shuttle implies that you should go like down and back. So my mm -hmm. <laughs> dad was like, oh, that makes more sense. You've never played basketball at all? Right. I, no, I, I mean, I have. I mean, I, I am the suicide queen. So that's why I actually was a, a, I was a fan of the shuttle runs. <laughs> so was, do you think that was like a game changer when it came to the, that workout, just going down and back? Uh, I really do think so. Like I, like a, like it does blow up your back. I mean, especially if, um, you don't like switch sides that you're leaning down and touching the line with, um, and just the repetitive hinging that, you know, you typically don't have running mm -hmm. also like there are those like literal nuanced things that if you're 
if say you played basketball or volleyball and had a bunch of suicide sprints, you know, as conditioning, I mean, just like ex- making sure to accelerate off the line, not do like the little, like, like pitter patter step as you you're getting to the far line to go touch. It's like those little things that I actually like the, like quote unquote, like athletes of the group could shine a little bit more. Cause that was like the majority of the workout. It was, I think over a thousand meters of, of shuttle runs. Yeah, I think so. Cause I, looking at the numbers, it was like four, eight, 12, 16, 12, eight, and four. And that's like 25 right. feet. Yeah. So that's roughly about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long, long time. <laughs> it was a very long time. Yeah. And so, um, after that, did you do, did you do workout five after that? No, I ended up doing workout five on Sunday. Okay. So obviously that's, that's a, you know, full throttle pedal to the metal kind of workout. So what, what was your thoughts during that workout? I mean, pretty much that I knew that I knew the snatches were going to cause me some issue. Uh, so I knew that I couldn't, I couldn't go like full throttle on the other two movements, uh, or at least I thought at the moment in hindsight, I think I could have gone a little bit harder in the beginning and still would have had the same snatching ability. I mean, to be honest, I, I couldn't touch and go. I was squat snatching from rep two. I wasn't planning on it. Uh, but that's kind of what happened. So in hindsight, I'm like, oh yeah, I should. And like rowing and burpee box jump overs are very good movements for me. Those are like two wheelhouse movements. So I, sh- I think in that case, I should have just gone all out and then see what happened on my snatches. And it could have been, it's one of those that you could rest five minutes and do it again if you so wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. And I know that there's, there's some people that were just going like touch and go with the snatches at like 10. It was like insane. I'm like, Holy smokes. Like 185. I could, I could, I could probably get maybe, geez, um, six or seven, maybe if that, I, the thing is like, I've done 135 or eight fresh mm-hmm. or after like other, well, like, the thing, yeah. but, uh, not fatigued, like fatigued. I just want to automatically squat snatch regardless of the weight, including like 95 pounds. So, um, but I mean, it was a really fun workout and with that, it was, it was also like a mental win because like strength is a weakness of mine and Mm -hmm. knowing that, you know, I could still place like, you know, top 80 on that workout, even though that maybe that's not a comfortable weight for me quite yet. Like that was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. And so after, after all this, you know, all the workouts and everything that, what did you place for the quarterfinals? So I placed 23rd in North America. Gosh, that's amazing. Good for you. Yeah, I'm, I was not expecting that whatsoever. Uh, I, I mean, I thought, I know that I could make semifinals, but the fact that I could call myself in like the top 25 is just insane to me. And especially with like two workouts that were, that were not so good for me. Um, so I'm, I'm floored. It definitely gives me confidence going into next year. Like, considering going individual a little bit more and more mm-hmm. now i know you're probably going to have to withdraw from the individual side because you're going team this year so i know i know you're doing all the workouts you were you know doing team practices but obviously this kind of gave you a little bit of an itch to even to definitely go maybe individual next year right Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm actually super stoked to go individual and I didn't feel that way. Like I got like a little itch after the open and then 
this kind of solidified that I, I need to go after it and, or I'm just gonna be like kicking myself if I don't. So mm-hmm. I've committed the team this year. I'm so, I'm so stoked to be with my teammates, but yeah, next year, I, I think I'm going to just give it a shot on my own and see what happens. Okay. All right. All right. And so all in all, what do you think about the, all, all the five workouts? I thought it was pretty well-rounded. I, I, I know that like people are saying that, um, there should have been more like longer time domain ones. Um, which I mean, which is fair. I, I get where they're coming from, but I really do think they tested a whole slew of things. I love that. It wasn't just like the strength test. It was three things, not just, you know, four at max front squat, like last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I mean, and they're trying to include things like running, you know, which is a huge part of fitness and, you know, like they have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I think over time, like we said previously, they'll like iron out the, the little wrinkles, but there's going to be people that complain who just want to complain. And oh, I always, really, yeah. Yeah. And I really did like these workouts. I thought they're perfect for what this is supposed to do is just to qualify us to the next round. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Very cool. Now I know you said you were going team. So when does, do the team workouts come out yet? Uh, so the team workouts come out at, I mean, if they're not leaked, uh, tomorrow <laughs> at 3 PM. Okay. So, well, so, um, what are you, what are you expecting out of doing the team workouts? Um, I mean, I'm expecting a whole new like test because we got the floor plans. Nothing is the same. I mean, our equipment list was very barren in comparison to, I mean, the age groups and the individuals, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, but looking at them too, it looks like it's actually going to be a test of team fitness rather than last year. It was a bunch of you go, I go, or ind- individual tests. There's only one true team test. So I think that's going to be different this year. And you might actually see like different teams pop on the leaderboard that actually deserve to be there and not just have four fit individuals on the team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing this. Um, you know, I do appreciate it. I'm looking forward to seeing your team kill it this in the team series. So, uh, you know, Hannah Hardy, thank you for doing this. No, thanks for having me. All right, I'll catch you later. See ya.